You're listening to the Business in Morocco podcast, the podcast that discusses all things business and all things Morocco. My name is Ryan Mimone, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Kirk, and our goal is to share our knowledge and experiences in order to help you gain wisdom, skills, and habits that can help you succeed in business and in life. You can learn more about us by going to our website, moroccopodcast.com. All right, let's get started with today's episode. It's going to be a lovely day. Okay, welcome to episode 23, How to Be More Creative. Creativity is powerful and extremely valuable and useful in many of the industries where we work in. So we're going to share some of our personal experiences and tips and ideas and advice. Before that, let's do an update. Ryan, what's new? How are you? Well, I walked over to your house where we are doing the podcast. I walked down Khandi. Boulevard Gandhi, which in English is Gandhi, named after the very influential activist from India. But if you're trying to pronounce it correctly in English, it's called Gandhi and Rudani or El Jadida. And if you have gone to that intersection recently, you will have noticed it is a huge traffic jam. And you may be able to hear the jackhammers in the background of this podcast recording. And one of the things I wanted to mention is that this construction is a great example of long-term thinking. Right now, there's short-term pain. Everybody who's either walking through that intersection or driving through that intersection or lives at that intersection is experiencing relative discomfort, annoyance, and frustration. But I am happy to say that the people in charge of Casablanca have made a decision that will produce long-term value for the city. They are building an underground road on Rudani into El Jadida that will send all of that traffic below the intersection so anybody traveling on Gandhi can flow right through very nicely without all the traffic heading to the airport or to Berskura or Marrakesh or wherever people are going. And I expect that it will have a very similar effect to the bridge in Sidi Marouf. That intersection down there is delightful now (laughs) because everybody getting off to go to Sidi Marouf is not blocked by all the people who are going to the airport. That will have the same effect at Rudani and Gandhi. And I wanted to give a shout out to whoever it is in the city of Casablanca that despite the short-term challenges and difficulties is making these tough decisions to make Casablanca a better city. Yeah, it's you know a year, hopefully only a year, maybe a little bit longer of short-term pain for decades of less traffic and smooth flowing traffic. So that's something very, very exciting. I'd love to see the same thing happening in education and healthcare. It's a longer time horizon, you know, but really you could completely transform the education system in about 25 years. You have about five 
to eight years of setup where you're training trainers, training teachers, and then 14-year education process from moyenne section up to graduating lycée. And you'd have people graduating in a, from a completely different educational framework. So if somebody comes along with enough vision to implement a 25-year plan, the country will be transformed in one generation. So hopefully the Minister of Infrastructure can rub off on the Minister of Education and also healthcare is another system we really need to improve. Yeah, the future is bright and I hope more people like the people who are making decisions regarding infrastructure, more of them come to power and make good long-term decisions in the interests of the people because I think that uh, is the best way forward here in Morocco. Well, let's get into our topic for the day. As I said in the intro, creativity is important in almost every industry and every profession. We've got to be innovating. We've got to be coming up with with new ideas to run the business, to attract new customers, to adapt to technological or legal changes that come down. And we need to be creative. So we're going to share some of our experiences and advice. Ryan, why don't you kick things off? I think one of the most important things you can do to become more creative is to consume valuable content. The more ideas that you have going through your head from reliable and respectable sources, the more likely you're going to start to make new connections because that's really what an idea is. It's making a connection between two things that seemed separate Mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. For example, let's take Uber. Before there were taxis and you had to call a taxi or you had to wave a taxi down on the road to get a ride. And then technology produced mobile telephones and mobile data. And what Uber and Lyft did is they took the technology and they matched it to people needing a ride. So where there had not been a connection before, they made a connection and made a transformation in the way a lot of people around the world call for a ride and get where they're going. Yeah, That's a good example of, of making new connections. So when you talk about consuming content, this podcast is a great source of content. Books, videos, magazines, blogs, getting those ideas going through your brain and then here's the key point settling down and allowing your brain to make sense of it all Mm. having specific quiet time set aside so that your brain can make sense of all the ideas that you've been consuming and that could look like going for a long walk or going for a bike ride or sitting at the beach and writing down thoughts as they come but taking a break from consuming content to allow new ideas to come to the surface yeah one visual that helps me understand what you're describing is when you're taking in you're consuming content it's like imagine you're sitting at a big desk and different sources are giving you paper So you might have a YouTube video you watch and the key ideas are written down on a piece of paper and that gets put on your desk. And then you have a conversation with your parents or with a friend or a colleague and that gets put on your desk. 
and then you scroll through Instagram, you pause and read the caption of something or you learn about um, a new concept from a video you watch that gets put on your desk and then you listen to something on the radio or you listen to a podcast that gets put on your desk and there's this big jumbled up pile of papers, information that's all there. Some of it's really important, some of it's not and there's connections to be made. But what you need to do is stop receiving papers for a little bit and organize and file away some of those papers. So you might have a drawer beside you with different file folders and you pick up a piece of paper and you say, what is this all about again? And you file it in the correct folder or you realize, oh, the paper on this left side of my desk works really well with this paper on my right side of the desk. But you need to go through that process. And you mentioned time in solitude. So just taking a break from all those voices allows your brain the space to collect these ideas and to organize them and to make connections. Another thing is journaling. That's been been a habit that I've had for more than a decade. And basically it's just a chance for me to collect, organize and express my thoughts. And it could be a mix of professional observations, my personal life, but it allows those papers to get sorted. Another way that this happens is through sleep. So our brain takes in all the information and the data we collected throughout the day and organizes it and and files it while we are asleep. And so I think sleep is an underrated part of being creative. We need to give our brain time to process and extract the useful points from all the information that we've created and to make those connections. The brain is able to draw and build those bridges while we're sleeping. The other important thing about sleep is creativity is is kind of a bonus or it's kind of extra. It's not crucial for our survival. And so when you're running on a low amount of sleep, your brain is wanting to conserve energy, limit decisions, limit brain power, just get done the bare minimum, just your top priorities, what you need to for the day. If you're running low on sleep, you're not going to give any extra thought to something that's not crucial or critical. So when you're getting enough sleep, that leaves extra space or extra battery power. So imagine if using your phone as an example, if you're running out of battery, you're going to have to choose what are the most important tasks. Okay, I don't have enough battery to scroll through social media or to play this game, but those things might be really relaxing or enjoyable or inspiring. In the same way, if your brain is short on energy because of lack of sleep, you're not going to be able to devote parts of your brain for some right brain, creative, out-of-the-box thinking. Yeah, we've mentioned this in past episodes, but sleep deprivation is a interrogation tactic. Right. Meaning, if you are a prisoner of war or you are being interrogated by intelligence officials, they will deprive you of sleep in order to wear you down and break down your defenses and get the information that they want meaning your brain is not working optimally uh, your will is broken your energy is low and they get what they want out of you Mm -hmm. so 
take that knowledge and understand that it doesn't matter who's causing the sleep deprivation, whether it's an outside entity or whether you're doing it to yourself, you're damaging your capacity uh, to perform yeah. during the day. Yeah. Are you looking for books in English in Morocco? Well, search no more. www.englishbooks.ma is a new Moroccan online bookstore specializing in English books. Order from a huge selection of more than 100,000 titles that can be delivered all over Morocco. The website features an express delivery section, which offers titles guaranteed to arrive at your door in three days or less. Many of the books we have recommended on this podcast are available, so check out englishbooks.ma and start shopping and reading. Now, back to the show. And I think that this this idea of consuming lots of content, one, the content has to be valuable. Right. So don't be consuming funny videos all the time, a lot of music. There's a time and place for all of that. But if you're trying to be more creative, then you should seek out content that is educational, that is inspiring, that is motivating. And then take time to allow it to settle. And, and the story that I have of this is normally when I walk, I'm listening to some kind of content. But the other day, I, sp- I specifically decided not to listen to any content during my walk so that I could just process everything that I had been thinking for the last few days. And what happened was is I came up with, with a, a new idea that I'm, I'm pretty happy with, and that is in terms of my business here in Morocco, I've been doing all of the business development myself. I've been engaging business owners. I've been asking current clients for referrals. I've been doing all the advocacy myself. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, how can I have people out there advocating for me? Right. What are ways that I can have people selling my business for me? And what you come up with? I realized that many printers here in Casablanca who print uh, publications, flyers, posters, billboards, all of those things, they often have small business owners coming into them asking for their services. But they're not necessarily online experts. So I thought, I can pay these printers a referral fee and they can offer online advertisements as a part of their services and every client that they refer to me I will give them a finders fee Mm. and that way I have other people selling my services for me and I don't have to be the one speaking with every business owner not to mention the fact that a lot of these printers have ongoing relationships with small businesses and their their trusted advisors so in a lot of ways it would be a warm introduction right and I think that one of the reasons I got this idea is because I'm constantly consuming content about marketing, about sales, but I took the time to walk in silence yeah. and allow my brain to process all the content that I had been consuming. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I find that the same thing can happen to me when I'm in the shower. Um, it just seems to be an environment where I can let my my thoughts roam on something that I'm 
I'm thinking about, usually I shower in the morning before the day, so I'm thinking about my schedule, I'm thinking about the meetings I'm going to have, what I need to get done for that day, and there might be something that I'm nervous about or I'm unprepared for or I want to make sure I'm really ready for, and so my mind is just focused on that. I don't need to pay attention to, you know, using soap or shampoo. It's just a subconscious habit. doesn't need any of my focus or concentration anymore, so my brain is freed up to tackle problems. And maybe it's just the, the repetitive sound of the water, the warmth, it just seems to be an environment that creates good ideas. And I'm not the only one who has experienced this. Andrew Carnegie, who's the very famous American, Scottish-American industrialist, probably one of the wealthiest people that's ever lived in the last 200 years. He, you know, he was worth about five times what Jeff Bezos is worth if you convert it to modern money but he would take a bath every day and people thought that was a little excessive you know this is the late 1800s when you know hygiene wasn't exactly the top priority but for him it wasn't just about that it was about the the space to think and the the space to be alone and to collect his thoughts he was a leader of a huge company and had so much stuff going on that that was the time that he had to do what we're describing, which is collect his thoughts, strategize, make plans, and allow all his ideas to, to formulate and connect. So that's uh, that can be a great thing. But it's important that people recognize what are the environments or the situations where their creativity is sparked and then to prioritize that. So you made the choice to turn off your music or your... Um, your podcast, the content you're consuming to allow your brain the space. For some, they need to go for a walk in the woods. They need to go for a run. They need to go punch the the punching bag at the, the boxing gym. They need to go be in front of the ocean. They need to listen to good music. What are the places and the people that inspire you and spark your creativity? They say that you are the five people that you spend the most time with. So we've talked about in the past that in many ways you are what you eat. You, you, your physical body is uh, a compilation of everything you've consumed over the last few years. And in many ways, you are the five people that you spend the most time with. And so an important aspect of being creative is surrounding yourself with intelligence talented people that will offer you candid feedback and then accepting that feedback or processing that feedback in order to improve your ideas. So if you look around at the people that you're spending time with, um, do you want to be like them? Mm. Are they the type of people that you want to be? Right. And if the answer is yes, then great. If the answer is no, then maybe you need to think about, as you said, Ryan, your entourage. Think about who you're hanging out with and maybe you need to make a change in order to increase the, the level of conversation and idea creation and discovery that you have in your life. Yeah, which is related to the source of a lot of creative ideas. It often isn't the work of a lone genius. It's the work of a focused team or a focused group. And so that's a really important part of creativity is recognizing that we need to be involved with other people that some of the best ideas the best innovations they come through diverse groups 
And that's the point I wanted to make is to, to value diversity, that when you get into a group that has various opinions, various backgrounds, various viewpoints, you expose yourself to things outside your normal circle of influence. And that's where you get the sparks and the synergy happening where people are able to, to share things and to, to share ideas and then brainstorming begins taking place and one person's piggybacking or jumping off of the idea of another and it can be this exciting fast-paced process that ends up producing great results. There's a famous company based in Southern California called Ideo and they're known to be the masters of coming up with creative ideas. So companies will hire them to come up with brand new products or even innovations on already existing products and they'll work with companies from any industry. They've done projects for household items, electronics, beverages, aerospace, because they're not experts in a specific industry, but in the creative process as a whole. And so how do they do it? How do they come up with new innovations? How are they consistently creative? One of the things is that they really value diversity. You look at the people on the team and the people that they hire, it's completely eclectic. It's a real melange. It's a total mix of backgrounds, of expertise, of ages. They're all from different generations and they all contribute and have a voice in that group. They see things from every angle and every viewpoint and they listen to one another. They value each other's perspective and they come up with ideas as a group. It's the process that they go through as a group that ends up producing the creativity. Finally, one of the resources I'd like to recommend to our audience is on EnglishBooks.ma. It's a book called The Creative Curve, How to Develop the Right Idea at the Right Time. And we'll put the link to that book on the resources page. And hopefully there'll be a copy left for you because I'm going to order it this week. One idea I wanted to share was from Seth Godin, and he said, when you want to be creative, it's not just about quality, it's also about quantity. And he pointed out that in order to come up with these brilliant, great ideas, you need to be in the regular habit of coming up with ideas. A lot of them will not be brilliant or ideas that you run with. They won't all work. But you go through the quantity in order to root out or expose the quality. And so this is a habit I've tried to do when I'm reading stuff, consuming content, thinking. I put down my ideas. It might be a note on my phone. It might be a little piece of paper in my journal. I just record my ideas. I've got a list of videos I could make. I've got a Word doc full of ideas and content. Some of it will never come to light. It'll never see the light of day. It'll never exist. But by going through that process of coming up with ideas, inevitably I come across great ideas that end up getting implemented. You've been listening to the Business in Morocco podcast. My name is Ryan Kirk, here with my co-host Ryan Maimon. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download our entire library of podcasts on our website, moroccopodcast.com, where you'll also find extra resources related to each episode in the show notes, including a transcript of the show. If you've got a question or topic you think we should cover on the podcast, fill out the form on moroccopodcast.com or email us at ryan at moroccopodcast.com 
and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Our theme music is Lovely Day by Bill Withers, used under Creative Commons, and we hope you'll have a lovely day doing business in Morocco. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.